0: Let your rivers flow through me Oh, you're all I need
1: Let your breath breathe
0: through me Said You're all I need Let your rivers flow through me You're all I need You're all I need You're all I need yeah, you're all I need. Uh, said if I be lifted, I'll draw all men to me. You're my closest friend, and you I live, have my being. I wanna come closer, need to draw closer. If I be lifted i'll draw all into me you're my closest friend and you i live have my being i want to draw closer need to draw closer i want to come closer to me to me said you're all i need let your breath breathe through me You're all I need, let your rivers flow through me, you're all I need, let your breath breathe through me, you're all I need, let your rivers flow through me, you're all I
2: need.
0: You're all I need. You're all I need. Yeah. You're all I need. Yeah. Yeah. So if I be lifted, I will draw all into me. You're my closest friend, and you I live. Have my being, I want to come closer. Need to come close, and be lifted, I'll draw a man to me, you're my closest friend, and you I live with. have my being, I wanna come closer, need to come closer, I wanna come closer to you, to the yeah, you're all I need, let your rivers flow. Through me, yeah, you're all I need. Let your rivers flow through me. You're all I need. You're all I need. Said you're all I need. You're all I need. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. you said I need you said you are I need I need you said I need you said I need you said need you are I need oh. oh, oh. said you all I need. I need you i need you i need you said you all You're all I need You're all I need, Jesus You're all I need You're all I need, Jesus You're all that I need You're all I need You're all I need I need, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all I need, let your breath breathe through me, yeah. you're all I need, let your rivers flow through me, you're all I need, let your breath Breathe through me, said you're all I need. Let your rivers flow through me. You're all I
2: need.
0: Oh, Mama, Mama, you're all I need
1: all right all right that's better praise the lord of under faith family we listen we're excited uh, to have you in service with us today Uh, i I want you to uh, y'all know the routine y'all know what i'm about to say i want you to first make sure we on the biggest screen that you got possible all right that's the first thing we want you to do second thing we need you to do is we need you to share let everybody in your family let all of your friends know that worship has begun. Abundant faith is ready to fellowship with you. Amen. How many know that God is all you need? That that's that's amazing to know. That when nothing else seems to be going right, that as long as you have God in your life, you have everything you need. We we ought to really give God some praise right there, uh, because He is in fact everything we need Him to be. So we thank Him for that today. Listen. Um, we're gonna, we gonna get ready to get into our um, we're gonna get ready to get into our giving time. We're gonna get ready to give in, get into our giving time and I need you uh, I need you all to really understand uh, how important it is uh, in this season uh, for you to remain consistent and committed to giving not to me, not to abundant faith, but to the kingdom of God. Uh, God is using abundant faith to do some amazing work here in the community and we're only able to do so because of the partnerships with you all so we want to continue to be able to feed people we want to continue to be able to provide essential household items Uh, we want to continue to be able to provide a worship experience for you and so we're able to do those things uh, because of our partnership with you so we want you to continue with that we thank you so much for all of you who have stayed so consistent in your giving during this time And we want to even thank all of you who have, you know, you might be a member of another church, but God placed it on your heart to drop an offering to abundant faith. Um, And so we want to we want to make sure that we're able to continue to do that. Make sure that we're continue, uh, continue to be able to remain consistent in that. All right. All right. Um, Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this Um, in just a second. We're going to pray. Uh, We're going to pray over our gifts uh, that that we're giving to God. We're going to pray. You can give electronically using our cash app, cash app, cash app, dollar sign, Abundant Faith Church. All right. It's on your screen. Cash app, dollar sign, Abundant Faith Church. All right. Let's pray, y'all. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, everything that you've done for us. We thank you for being a God that provides, God. We thank you because even in this season, we've not had to go without. And God, even though some of us may have had to cut back a little bit, you still provide all all of our needs according to your riches and glory in heaven. So, God, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you that we have anything to give because it's only because you first provided for us so God now we ask that you do what only you can do don't just add to it but multiply it so that your will will be done here on the earth God we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name and it's in that name we say amen now I want you to go ahead and send your gifts send your cash apps, dollar sign abundant faith church Uh, if you need to mail your, your your gifts in if you need to mail your tithe your offering Uh, Whatever it is you have, you can send it to 1500 North Tibbs, 1500 North Tibbs Avenue, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46222. All right. You can do that or you can send it electronically. Now, before we get back into worship, listen, anybody who is viewing for the first time, I need you to put a one in the comments. Put a one in the comments. If this is your first time joining with us, Uh, I want to reach out to you personally. Uh, I want to reach out to you personally. So I want to know who you are. I want to know who you are. That's all you got to do. Just drop a one in the comments for me uh, and I will follow up with you. All right. I just I just want to say, hey, I ain't going to bug you. Just want to say, hey, just want to say thank you. All right. All right. Abundant Faith family. Y'all know if y'all see any ones in the comment, y'all better give them some love. Show them some love. Show them how we do here at Abundant Faith. All right. All right. Listen, we're going to go back for a few minutes of worship. And then there is a word from God that I'm excited to give to you. I was excited as God gave it to me, so I'm excited to give it to you. Uh, So I want you to make sure you're sharing. You know, we we want this word to get out to everybody, but most importantly, I want you participating in the worship service. Turn your living room into your altar. Turn your dining room table into your altar. Turn your, your kitchen counter into your altar. I want you, more than anything, I want you participating in this service. All right. Because there is a move of God, even where you are. So I love you. Can't wait to do to, to give you this word. Liz, I'm telling you, all I can't wait to give you this word. It's going to be a blessing. All right. Let's continue in our worship service.
0: A grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks for God has given, Jesus Christ, His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart, give thanks. To the Holy One give thanks, for God has given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now, let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich. It's because of what the Lord has done. Oh, give thanks with the grain for Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks for God has given Jesus Christ. His Son, give thanks. With a grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks for God is given, Jesus
2: Christ,
0: His Son. And now let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich. It's because of what the Lord has done, and now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. It's because of what the Lord has done. Oh, give
2: thanks.
0: You thank you, Lord. Lord, oh, say, say you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, set right. Thank you, thank you, Lord. You lost, oh! And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. It's because of what the Lord has done. And Let the poor say I am real it's because of what the Lord has done And I give Him thanks Oh, give thanks. Oh, give
1: Right where you are right where you are wherever you are just open your mouth and tell God thank you I, I promise you I promise you you have a reason to tell him thank you I'll prove it to you you just heard me say tell him thank you <laughs> that's reason enough to tell him thank you It's just the fact that you could hear me say tell him, thank you. If you can see me right now, that's enough reason to tell God, thank you, because not only can you see, but, but that means he woke you up again this morning. That means that, that your mind is working properly. That's enough to tell God, thank you. If, if you're not watching, if you're not watching me under a bridge, that's enough to tell God, thank you, because you have a roof over your head. Whether it's the roof you want or not, there's a roof over your head, and that's enough to tell God thank you. So we ought to be excited and we ought to be grateful for everything that the Lord has done for us, to us, and get this, in spite of us. We ought to be grateful. All right. Let's get ready to go into the word of God today. Let's get ready to go to the word of God today. I want to uh, I want us to go to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 32, Genesis chapter 32. You should not need much time to find Genesis chapter 32. Amen. Praise God. Um, (laughs) Genesis chapter 32 in the in the 32nd chapter of Genesis. This is one of my uh, my favorite uh, Bible narratives. Uh, and I probably, I probably preach it at least once a year um, uh, from one perspective or another. Uh, but this is one of my favorite passages of scripture. Uh, and so we're going to go to Genesis chapter 32. And I want you to drop down to verse 22. All right. Genesis 32, 22. All right. Genesis 32, 22. There is, in fact, uh, there is, in fact, a word. For it. All right. Genesis 22, or I'm sorry, Genesis 32, 22, read this way. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. Because you have struggled with God and with man and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place, Peniel, saying it is because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. Uh, I want to continue in our series I want to continue in our series, The Hand of God, with the subject for today, the hand that blesses backwards. The hand that blesses backwards. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for another day. We thank you for another opportunity to go into your word. We thank you for another opportunity for understanding. We thank you for another opportunity for conviction. And we thank you for another chance to draw closer to you. Now, God, we just ask that as we move forward into your word, that everything that's said and done be said and done for your glory. We thank you and praise you in Jesus name. And it's in that name we say a. The hand that blesses backwards, the hand that blesses backwards. Here's what here's one of the things uh, that the current pandemic is teaching me. One of the things that the current pandemic is teaching me is that God has no obligation to bless us in the way and manner that we see fit. I'm I'm learning every day that God has the right and the ability to do things in whatever way he wants to do it. And what I'm learning to understand is that is that when I make a request to God, it's not important how he does it. It's only important that he does it. And truth be told, more times than not, God never does it the way I expect. And I'm learning to be okay with that. I'm learning to anticipate that. I'm learning that God sometimes blesses us Backwards. See, here's what we got to remember. We got to remember that God is infinite, but our minds are finite. There, there's, there's a level of understanding that God has that we'll never be able to comprehend. And so we got to understand and remember that sometimes the way God does things might seem backwards in our eyes, but are righteous in God's eyes. We got to understand that God has a way of doing things that just doesn't quite make sense. But we got to be okay with the fact that some things are not meant for our understanding. We got to be okay with the fact that some things are simply necessary for us to get to an expected end. Let me Prove it to you. The Bible says, Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope and a future that give you an expected end. God has this way of doing things in a way that we don't seem to understand. And while he's in the middle of his doing, things seem like they're not getting any better. And truth be told, sometimes it seems like they're getting a little bit worse. But then we recognize and realize that once it's all said and done, in order for God's will to be done, everything has to be done well. And so we see this right here in the text with Jacob. We see that God has an experience or Jacob has an experience with God and God seemingly blesses him backwards. The steps that are taken for Jacob to receive his blessing are seemingly backward steps. The process that God uses to get Jacob where he needs him to be is seemingly backwards. But I want you to understand that as long as God is working, you don't have to worry about how he's working. You should just be excited that he's working. Uh, And so we see this right here in the narrative with Jacob. Uh, God blesses Jacob backwards. Let me show you one way that God blesses backwards. I'll make it make sense here in just a second. Sometimes you got to understand that in order for God to To project you forward he has to pull you back that that's that's a law of science that's the law of velocity you got to understand that when David killed Goliath David had to had to draw the slingshot backwards for the rock to have enough velocity to move forward to kill the giant ahead of him and sometimes we are that rock sometimes God has to put us in his sling and he has to pull us backwards before he can project us forward sometimes God blesses backwards. Sometimes in order for God to bless you, get it like this. Jesus comes to give eternal life, but in order for Jesus to grant eternal life, he has to die a death. Sometimes God blesses backwards. Sometimes God does things in a way that don't make sense to us, but 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 we got to remember that God can do all things but fail. So as long as he's working, it doesn't matter how he's working. We can rejoice in the fact that he's working. Let me show it to you right here in this text with Jacob. If you look at verse 24, you'll see uh, point number one. If you take a note, I want you to write this down. I want you to see that sometimes uh, God blesses backwards in this way. Sometimes God, uh, sometimes God accomplishes adi- addition by subtraction. Sometimes God accomplishes addition by subtraction. Let me prove it to you. Verse twenty four says, "So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him." until daybreak jacob this is what you got to understand jacob is not just the average guy. jacob got some money jacob jacob got some influence jacob has some affluence jacob uh has some some stuff he's got some possessions he's got some land he's got some money he's got everything that anybody could have wanted but if you read in verses 22 and 23 you'll understand that jacob sends all his family he sends all of his possessions he sends all of his stuff And he sends it away. And verse 24, the Bible says that Jacob was left alone. He sent everyone and everything close to him away and he was left alone. Uh, But the Bible says that not only was he left alone, but in his alone time, verse 24 says in his alone time, Jacob wrestled with a man until daybreak. Uh, And so in his alone time, Jacob has An experience with God it is in his alone time when Jacob sends everything and everyone else away Jacob has an experience with God this is what I need you to understand sometimes you won't be able to see or hear God until you subtracted some distractions sometimes God requires some removal of some things sometimes God requires a removal of some people sometimes God requires a removal of some places In order for him to add to you. So sometimes God, in order to add to you, has to subtract from you. Jacob is dwindled down to his bare nothings. He's alone and he has an experience with God. Here's what blessed me is that not only is Jacob alone. And not only does he have an experience with God, but he has this experience with God when everyone else is not just gone, but when everyone else is sleeping, I I wonder, I wonder if there's anybody who can attest to the fact that most of the time when I get my real revelation from God, most of the time when I get my real conviction from God, most of the time when I get my real understanding for what God wants out of my life, it doesn't happen in the church house it happens in my house. And most of the time, it's not at a convenient time. Most of the time when God drops the heavy stuff down in my spirit, it's when everybody else is asleep. It's when everybody else is gone. It's when my distractions are limited. It's it's when, it's when I should be resting and relaxing and God won't let me take it easy because he's trying to do some work on me. Jacob experiences this in this moment. And I'm wondering if there's anybody listening to me right now that understands. Understands that sometimes my greatest experiences with God happen when my distractions are limited. My greatest experience with God is when I am, in fact, by myself. My greatest experience with God is when he starts to take things, people and places away from me. And it is in those moments that I really gain an understanding for what God wants to do in my life. Jacob has an experience with God while he's all by himself. Yeah, Jacob wrestles with God. He's in the fight of his life and he ain't got nobody to depend on. He's in the fight of his life and he ain't got nobody to call on. And here's here's the here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Jacob is not fighting against the enemy jacob is wrestling against god see some of y'all so holy that y'all don't know what it's like to wrestle against god y'all don't know what it's like for god to be telling you it's time to move but but you saying god i really want to stay or you don't know what it's like for god to tell you to sit still be still and know that i am god but in your spirit you saying god but i'm ready i'm ready to go you don't know what it's like for god to be saying listen i need you to take some time to learn yourself and to strengthen your relationship with me before you start connecting to somebody else and you pleading with God, God, please, but I'm ready for a husband. I'm ready for a wife. You don't know... What it's like for you to be pleading and wrestling with God saying God I just need a new situation God give me a new job or give me a raise on this job and God is telling you I need you to learn how to be faithful with this little bit before I give you anything else you don't know what it's like to be wrestling with God but I'll be real by myself I know what it's like to not have to wrestle against the enemy but to have to wrestle against God I know what it's like for God to be trying to pull me in one direction, but my flesh is trying to take me in another direction. Maybe y'all don't get it. I'll just preach to myself that sometimes the fight of my life ain't against the enemy. Sometimes the fight of my life is getting lined up with the will of God. So Jacob is by himself. He has nobody to depend on. He has nobody to call on in this moment. And all he can do is wrestle with God. Sometimes you got to understand that sometimes you just need time to just work it out with God. Sometimes you need to subtract the distractions in your life so that God can add to you, because sometimes God is not able to work in you and work through you in the way he would like to because you got too many distractions going on so 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 Jacob has to take time with God with no outside influence he has to take time with God to, to for God to reveal his shortcomings he has to take time with God to to admit to God his insecurities he has to take time with God to to for God to show him uh, where he's fallen short in his life he has to take time with God for God to be able to pull into him what he'll need to get to the next season of his life but he's only able to add to Jacob in this moment because he subtracted from Jacob first so sometimes God blesses backwards because we want him to add to us but the way God adds to us is subtracting from us because sometimes the hand of God is the hand that blesses backwards here's point number two we ain't gonna be here long we gotta get in and get out on here's point number two Point number two is that the hand that blesses backwards uh, sometimes grants connection by dislocation. He sometimes grants connection by dislocation. All right. Verse 25 and 26. Verse 25 and 26 say when the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. 26. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go until you bless me. See, you got to understand that sometimes uh, sometimes our connection is strengthened by our dislocation. You got to understand that sometimes God, God will disconnect us or dislocate us from some things to connect us closer to him. OK. All right. All right. Here we go. Verse 25 says that the man saw that he could not overpower Jacob. OK. Now, this is what you got to understand. This is what you got to understand. It's not that he couldn't overcome Jacob in the sense of strength, but what he realized was Jacob was not going to give up easy. All right. All right. That, that's a word for somebody right here today. That's a word for somebody right here in this moment. The man that Jacob is wrestling with, uh, the, 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 the angel of the Lord that Jacob is wrestling with, realizes that Jacob is not going to give up without a fight. He realizes that Jacob is just not going to roll over and die. He realizes that Jacob it might lose, but but I'm going to take some stuff with me when I go. The man realizes that Jacob is not going to quit. I came here to tell somebody right here in this moment. I don't care what you going through. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't I don't care what other people are telling you. I don't care what you smelling. I don't care what you feel like. Do not quit and not give up god is looking for somebody who is willing to endure until the end god is looking for somebody to bless that don't have no quit in them god is looking for somebody that says even if i fall i'm gonna get back up god is looking for somebody that is willing even though i might lose this battle i'm not God is looking for people in this season that have enough fight to push through. Uh, 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 and God says, God says he understands that Jacob is not going to give up. Jacob is not going to quit. And, and so Jacob uh, is still wrestling with God. And then the Bible says that there was a touch. Yeah, that's that's a blessing. The Bible says that there was a touch. There's a touch from God in this moment. Here's where God blesses backwards. There's a connection by dislocation because there's a touch. You got to understand something about this touch. The touch that comes from God dislocates Jacob's hip. Okay, all right. All right. The test that comes from God, the touch that comes from God dislocates Jacob's hip. Uh, The touch that comes from God causes some pain. To Jacob. Uh, uh, the, the, the touch that comes from God uh, is not one seemingly of healing uh, but the touch that comes from God in this moment is a touch that causes some pain uh, 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 so so I wonder to myself I question the text why is it that God would touch Jacob's hip and cause some pain why is it that God would touch Jacob's hip and not give him more strength but, but essentially bring him into a state of weakness I questioned the text and couldn't find a reason in the text so I I had to go right to the source. I said, God, what is it about this text that I'm missing? What is it? Why is it that you would touch Jacob's hip and dislocate his hip? God, what is? what are you doing in this moment? What is it that I'm missing? What is it that I need to see? God, drop this in my spirit. He says, Jacob wouldn't give up without a fight, but Jacob was willing to fight with all of his strength. I needed to see if Jacob was willing to hold on to me even when he was hurting. Hmm. I says, I need to see if Jacob is willing to hold strong to my word even when he's in pain I need to see if Jacob will still have that same tenacity I want to see if Jacob will still have that same fight that same vigor that same enthusiasm I want to see if Jacob can still maintain his spirit even though he's in pain I want to know is he able to maintain even when he's in pain I I need to know does Jacob rely on his own strength or will he continue you to hold on to me even in his weakest moments. I'm asking the same question to you. I understand that it's bad. I know you don't know when you're going back to work. I know you don't know if the second stimulus check is coming for real, for real. I know your kids is driving you crazy. I know right now your car broke down and you don't even know, but you don't got nowhere to go, no way. I know what it looked like right now, but God wants to know, are you willing to hold on to him even in your moments of weakness? Will you hold strong to him even when you can't give it all you got? Are you willing to trust him even when you're hurting or do you only call on him when things are going well? You got to understand that sometimes God blesses backwards so he dislocates Jacob's hip and it forces Jacob to hold on to him tighter because sometimes God gives greater connection by dislocation. And so Jacob's now, his hip is dislocated. However, his connection to God is stronger than ever. His hip has been dislocated, but his relationship with God has been strengthened. His hip has been dislocated. There has been dislocation, but Jacob is in fact connected to God in a way that he's never been connected before. Jacob is having an experience with God that might dislocate a piece of his body but is strengthening his relationship with his savior and jacob says god even though i'm hurting even though daybreak is coming god i won't let go until you bless me i refuse to let go until you bless me i asked jacob a question jacob Why is it that you've been wrestling all night? And Jacob, I know you've been hurting. Jacob, I know you're in pain. Jacob, I know your situation ain't getting no better. Why is it that you're still holding on to God? Jacob says, listen. He says, listen, I've been wrestling with God all night. He says, we've been up and at this all night and I've held on for my life. I've seen the power of a touch. God, I know what you can do with just one touch. God, I understand what you can do with just one. God, I'm feeling right now what you can do with just one touch. And because I know what you can do with just one touch, I refuse to leave here without something to show for it. I've been up all night in the fight of my life. I've been fighting for my life all night and I won't let go without something to show for it. God, I refuse to let go without you blessing me. I know what you can do. I've seen what you can do. Right now, I'm feeling in my hip what you can do and I refuse to let go of you without getting another demonstration of your power. Jacob says, God, I won't let go until you bless me and he only gets to this moment because God strengthened his connection by dislocation because the hand of God is sometimes the hand that blesses backwards. Yeah, you got to understand that sometimes the hand of God uh, uses addition by subtraction. Sometimes the hand of God strengthens connection by dislocation. And the last thing I want you to see is that sometimes the hand of God will give you recognition by disassociation. Yeah, sometimes he gives you recognition by disassociation. See, we think that we can only be recognized by what we're associated with. We think that we only get recognition by who we're associated with. But sometimes God gives recognition by disassociation. Let me prove it to you. Verse 27 says, the man asked him, what is your name, Jacob? Uh, what is your name? And, and, and Jacob answered. He says, he says, my name is Jacob. Twenty eight. He says, uh, then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with man and have overcome. Okay. Y'all too comfortable on the couch. Y'all too comfortable on the couch. I need you to get up and act like you got some sense. Uh, The the man says, Jacob, he he says, he says, he says to Jacob, he says, what's your name? Okay. All right. All right. Y'all missing this thing. Y'all missing it. I I really need y'all to wake up. Uh, Y'all was a little bit behind getting the coffee pot going this morning, but that's okay. He says, "What's your name?" He says, "What do people call you?" Okay, all right, all right. Uh, He says, "He says, what do people call you?" Um, Better yet, better yet. Here's a better question: What do you answer to? Yeah, because, because, because when I ask you who you are, if, if, when, you, when you give me an explanation, when you, okay, okay, let me back up. If you go to a job interview, if you go to a job interview, uh, they've already gotten your resume. They've already gotten your application. And when you sit down in the chair, the person interviewing you oftentimes says, tell me about yourself. And what they're basically asking is, uh, what do you answer to? what What is it that I need to know about you? Here's what's important uh, uh, ab- about Jacob when 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 he's asked, what is your name? when he's asked, what do you answer to? When he's asked, what do people call you? That's important for Jacob because Jacob struggles with his identity. Yeah, you, you got remember, you got to remember that when Jacob was born, he was born, holding on to the foot of his older twin brother. He, he was born, uh, he was born in competition. He was born in insecurity. He was born trying to get out first, but he couldn't, he couldn't get out first, so he was born holding on to the foot of his brother. He, he was born, he was born, and then he grew into a trickster. He tricked, he tricked his brother, Uh, uh, uh he tricked his brother, he tricked his father he tricked himself into into position he tricked himself into prosperity he tricked himself uh, uh, and so and so jacob struggles with his identity because jacob has gone his whole life trying to trick people into thinking he's something other than what he's not jacob has gone his whole life trying to find a position that really wasn't uh, really he is Jacob struggles with his identity. So when Jacob is asked, what's your name? It's more than what your mama called you at birth. When Jacob is asked, what is your name? We want to know what is it that you answer to? Who, who, what is it that people are calling you? Are they calling you a trickster? Are they calling you a deceiver? Are they calling you a liar? Okay. Some of y'all can't relate to Jacob. Are they calling you a fornicator? Are they calling you promiscuous? Are they calling you a thief? Okay. Y'all can't get with that. Are they calling you a gossiper? Are they calling you a busybody are they what is it that you're answering to what is it that they call you jacob says jacob has to give an account not only for what he's been called but jacob has to give an account for what it is he's been answering to he says my name is jacob and then the man of god says uh your name will no longer be jacob uh i need you now uh, to be disassociated with that name He says, your name will no longer be Jacob, but now your name will in fact be Israel because you have struggled with God and man, and yet you have overcome. You struggle your whole life. You've gone against the will of God over your life. You've gone against the people close to you. You've hurt some people close to you, you've been disobedient to the word of God over your life. You have struggled with God and with man, and yet you're standing here right now as an overcomer. I need somebody to give God some praise right where you are that say, God, I know I haven't done everything right. God, I know I done messed up some stuff. God, I know I done butchered some relationships. God, I know I've been disobedient. God, Know that you told me to go left and I went right. God, I know that that I messed some stuff up. But God, I thank you because I stand here right now as an overcomer. God, I know what they used to call me. God, I know what they used to think about me. God, I know the categories that they put me in. But I stand here right now as an overcomer. God, I know I continue to fall short. God, I know I continue to mess up. God, I know I might break your heart sometime. But I'm standing here right now in face declaring that I'm an overcomer. Jacob is told, now I no longer want you to be associated with what they used to call you. I don't want you to be recognized by who you used to be. I want you now to be known as Israel. He said, because you struggled with God and with man and you have overcome. He says no longer will you be recognized by who you used to be. You've overcome your past and because you chose not to stay in your past you now have a date with destiny. Somebody ought to get excited right there that says uh, don't look for me in my past because my address has changed. I'm now traveling to my destiny. Now I understand that there's some stuff God had in store for me that I had to let go of my past in order to receive. Now I understand that there's a calling over my life that I had to be able to let go of my past to be able to receive and if you want to hold on to who i used to be half but i got stuff in front of me that i'm worried about i don't have time for you to be bringing up what I used to do, what I used to say, how you used to know me. I need you to understand that I'm an overcomer and what I answer to today and what I answer to yesterday. What you call me don't even matter no more. What's important to me is what I answer to. And you can call me everything but a child of God and expect to be ignored because now I understand that God blesses backwards. And yeah, he pulled me back for a little bit, But that was only to project me forward in his will, because sometimes God gives us recognition by disassociation. And many times who we have to disassociate with is the old us. Yeah, you got to understand that the hand of God. Is oftentimes the hand that blesses backwards because God uses addition by subtraction, and He He uses uh, He strengthens connection by disassociation, and He gives recognition uh, uh, He gives connection by dislocation and gives recognition by disassociation. We ought to be excited because although He blesses backwards, He still blesses. We ought to be excited because even though He didn't do it how we expected. He did it. We even know uh, uh, we were worried about how he was going to do it. Now we can give God some praise that he did it. We, we ought to be excited about the hand that blesses backwards. Let me give you this real quick. I want to give you this real quick, real quick. Just look at verse twenty nine and thirty for me real quick. Uh, just for GP. Jacob then asks a question. Jacob then asked a question. Uh, Jacob says, uh, you done asked me my name. And then you done changed my name. And I don't know your name. Jacob says, Jacob says, What what's what's your name? And the reply is, why are you asking my name? And then he blessed him there. (laughs) All right, y'all, y'all, y'all all 'all all sleep. Don't worry about it, y'all ain't by yourself. Because everybody in here sleep right now. That Even the people working right now. They looking at me crazy right now. They Everybody sleep. Don't worry about it. I'm going to wake you up real quick. Jacob asks a question. Jacob says, uh, you know about me, but I don't know anything about you. What What's, what's your name? And the response is, why are you worried about my name? And then Jacob gets his blessing. Okay, here's why y'all lost. Because y'all was in the same Sunday school class I was in. And, 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 and I kind of thought all of this time, I kind of thought all of this time that the blessing that Jacob received was the change of his name. I, I, all of this time I thought that the blessing that Jacob received was the change of his name because, because it sort of erases Jacob's past and projects him forward to his future. I thought that the blessing that Jacob received was, was God was having this one-on-one encounter, this experience with God where God says, I know who you used to be, and I know what you used to do, and I don't want you to be that person anymore. We was all in the same Sunday school class. Y'all thought that was the blessing, but the text says that, that, that Jacob's name gets changed, then Jacob asks a question, and then Jacob gets blessed. So the blessing can't be the name change. <laughs> the, the blessing, the, the text says that Jacob, that Jacob wrestles with God. God asks him his name. Ja- God asks him his name, Jacob tells his name, then Jacob says, what's your name? And then God says, don't worry about my name. And then it says, then he blessed him there. All right. All right. So the blessing was not the name change. The blessing was not the experience. Because the blessing comes after the experience and the name change. All right. Y'all halfway awake now. Now y'all asking the question. Okay. Pastor, well, what is the blessing? I'm, I'm so glad you asked. Um, he says, he says, uh, why you ask my name? Um, then he blessed him. And then Jacob, Jacob says, Jacob says, from now on, from now on, this place is to be called Peniel uh, because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. <clears throat> I thought y'all was going to get it. I thought y'all was going to get it. Wasn't no hand clapping emojis. Wasn't no wasn't no, wasn't no, hearts. Wasn't no, y- y'all ain't even get it. Y'all ain't get it. Let me give it to you one more time. One more time. Uh, so Jacob, Jacob says, I'm naming this place Peniel because it is it is where I where I saw God face to face. And yet my life was spared. Mm. All right, let's back up. Uh, let's back up. So Jacob says, Jacob says, uh, what's your name? Jacob asks a question. What's your name? And Jacob gets answered with a question. Jacob gets answered with a question. Uh, God says, why you want to know my name? Uh, And for many of us, that's a pet peeve for some for you to ask somebody a question and then they answer you with a question. For many of us, that that just that just makes our blood boil. For me to ask you a question and you answer me with a question, but Jacob Jacob asks a question and he gets answered with a question, and then he gets blessed. Hmm. Uh, He gets blessed. He gets he gets what he asked for. Um, He never gets an answer to his question but he got what he asked for. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, This is the hand that blesses backwards. Uh, This is, in fact, the hand that blesses backwards. Jacob asks a question. He never gets an answer to his question, but he gets what he asked for because he says, I won't let go until you bless me, but not until he asks the question that he doesn't get an answer to does he actually get his blessing. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, so, so you still asking me what's the blessing? The blessing, the blessing is in verse thirty. Jacob tells you the blessing. He says, "I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared." Ah, ah okay so he asked God the question God doesn't answer his question but God blesses him anyway God says I'm not even going to dignify this with an answer because if I told you who I was see when I asked you your name I asked you what do people call you I asked you what do you answer to but when you ask me my name if I was to verbally answer your question you wouldn't even be able to understand my answer because I am that I am I am the great I am so what I answer to is whatever you need me to be so your mind can't even comprehend the answer to this question but Jacob here's what I'll do for you I won't answer your question but I'll show you better than I can tell you he says Jacob I'm not going to dignify this with an answer I'm not going to talk back to this situation I'm just going to bless you I'm just going to show you God says I can show you better than I can tell you I came here for somebody to understand that today you've been asking God over and over again God when you going to step in God when you going to show up God when you going to show out and God ain't gave you no audible answer. And the reason why God ain't gave you no audible answer is because God said I can show you better than I can tell you. If you ain't like, I can show you that I'll provide all of your needs better than I can tell you. If you're hurting, I can show you that I'll be your healer better than I can tell you. If you're lonely, I can show you that I'll be your comforter better than I can tell you. God tells Jacob in this moment, I don't need to tell you who I am. I'll show you who I am. But here's your shout. I'm wondering if there's 10 people that have shot me down right now because Jacob says I stood face to face with God. And yet my life has been spared. Okay. Y'all don't get it. Y'all got to understand that sin can't come into the presence of God. Even when Moses had his experience with God, Moses had to turn his back and God just gave a shadow of his glory and it changed Moses's physical appearance. Moses steps up to the burning bush and has an experience with God and it turned his hair white. Uh, So Jacob Jacob has this experience with God he says I've been to God I've seen God face to face and yet my life has been spared some of us should have a Jacob testimony that says God I deserve to be taken out of here a long time ago I didn't deserve to wake up this morning I don't deserve the job that I got I don't deserve the home that I got I don't deserve the family that I got God I've been spent many a night wrestling with you trying to go against your will, but here I am standing face to face and God you have spared my life somebody ought to be excited because god has spared your life he's protected you from danger seen and unseen he's given you provisions that you didn't even have sense enough to ask for you still face to face with god and your life has been spared you want to know where your blessing is Your blessing is in the fact that you live to see today when you did enough dumb stuff to take you out of here a long time ago. Your blessing is in the fact that you live to see today even though you've been disobedient to God over and over again. Your blessing is in the fact that even though I'm hurting, even though I'm in pain, that I've seen God face to face and yet he has spared my life. And I know it didn't look like what I expected, but this is the hand that blesses backwards. Somebody, I'll give God some praise right there. That's all I got for you, so if you don't like that, You got to wait for next week because that's all I got for you. Somebody ought to give God some praise for the hand that blesses backwards. He's the hand that blesses backwards. He, 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 He don't do it in a way that makes sense to us. He don't have to do it in a way that makes sense to us. He's God Almighty. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And not only is he the beginning and the end, he's the beginning to the end. So he's everything in between. You don't have to do it the way you want it done. Matter of fact, if he did it the way you wanted it done, it wouldn't be done right. You can't control the stuff he put you in charge of. And now you try to tell him this is the hand that blesses backwards. This is the hand that'll do some stuff in one season that don't make sense to elevate you in the next season. This is the hand that blesses backwards. This is the hand by which one touch can change your life. This is the hand that gives an encounter. This is the hand that strengthens relationships. This is the hand that blesses backwards. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your word that went forward and we thank you for all those who heard it. Now God, we just ask that you would allow your spirit to, to strengthen us in these moments To help us to remember and understand that your ways are not our ways and your thoughts are not our thoughts but that we can trust you in any and everything to know that you'll always work it out for our good might not look good might not feel good but god you'll make it good we thank you for that today God, I thank you for anyone under the sound of my voice that was listening but doesn't have a relationship with you. And they've been wrestling with you all night. Because you've been convicting their hearts and convicting their minds, letting them know that they need to come into a saving relationship with you. And they've been wrestling with you all night. God, I pray a spirit of surrender in this moment. That they will stop wrestling with you, but learn to worship you and develop relationship with you. God, I'm praying for anyone under the sound of my voice that is secure in salvation, but your spirit is leading them to abundant faith as a church home. And I'm praying that you give them a spirit of obedience. And let them know that we welcome you with open arms. Now, God, I pray for anyone that has their salvation secured and their church home in place, but wants to rededicate their lives to you. God, I just ask that you give them the strength that they need not to let go of your unchanging hand. God, we bless you and we praise you. We thank you in the matchless, mighty, marvelous name of our Messiah, Jesus Christ. It's in that name we say, Amen. Listen real quick, let me talk to you real quick. If you are, if you're listening to me, and you say today is the day that I commit my life to Jesus Christ, process is simple. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth that he is Lord and that he died for your sins and was raised from the dead, that you will be saved. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to say these words right where you are. I want you to say, Lord, I know that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I know that I can't do life without you God I'm tired of fighting I want you to say Lord I want you to want you to come into my heart right now because I believe in who you are I believe you to be the son of God I believe you to be the word wrapped in flesh God not, not only do I believe in who you are but I believe in what you've done believe that you died on Calvary's cross for my sin. I believe that not only did you die, but that you got up with all power in your hand. So come into my heart right now. Help me to live a life pleasing to you. In Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer. I want to welcome you to the family of faith, because according to scripture, you have in fact been saved. Now, for those of you who are wanting to to align yourself with the Abundant Faith family, I want you to do this real quick. I want you to text the word family to the number on your screen, 317-520-1892 all you got to do, text the word family to the number on your screen, 317-520-1892, and we'll get you officially connected with the Abundant Faith Family. For all of you who were praying because you're rededicating your life to Christ, you understand that there's some areas of your life that need to be strengthened, you understand there's some spaces in your life that need to be redirected. For any and all of you, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. And so I want you to do this. I want you to do this. If you need special prayer, if you need special prayer, I want you to text your prayer request to the number on your screen, 317-520-1892. We will respond to you. We will pray with you. We will pray for you. You can remain anonymous just text your prayer request to the number on the screen because we want to be here for you and be here with you. My prayer is that the word of God today was life-changing, was spirit-strengthening, and was encouraging to you. All right? God bless you. Listen, real quick, if you tuned in with us late and you're a first-time first-time viewer, put a one in the comments for me. We want to know who all of our first-time viewers are. We want to know who all of our first-time viewers are. I want to know who all our first-time viewers are. Just put a one in the comments section for me. Abundant Faith Family, show them some love if they put a one in. If you tuned in with us a little bit late and you're wondering how how you can partner with us in giving, how you can sow into this ministry as we're continuing to feed people and provide household essential items and and to, to make sure that ministry continues to move forward, you can send your gifts to Cash App Dollar Sign Abundant Faith Church. We'll put that on the screen as well. Cash App is Dollar Sign Abundant Faith Church. We want you to be right back here with us at 7 p.m. on Wednesday for our midweek Bible study. We got a treat for y'all this Wednesday. I'm not going to tell y'all what it is. Y'all just got to tune in and find out. Treat for y'all this Wednesday at Bible study. 7 p.m 7 p.m sharp be here all right be here 7 p.m sharp, and then back here sunday morning at 10 a.m listen y'all we want this word to get out to as many people as possible so make sure you like comment and share we want to distribute this word across the nations all right. now as always my prayer is that we're dismissed from this virtual worship service but never from the sight and presence of god May his spirit always be with us, surrounding us, and connecting us, even in our separation. To God be the glory for the things that he has done, is doing, and continues to do. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Everybody say, Amen. I love you, and God bless you.